that's the whole idea. Like the only reason you're hiring me is because you have a different goal. You have a, a much more broader, here's what I'm trying to do to this audience or here's what I'm trying to say or here's what I'm trying to accomplish. Right, right. Let's help you get there. everybody welcome Hello. back on this glorious day of which i don't know which day you're watching or listening to this podcast on so happy whatever day you're celebrating today happy days to you happy, happy days. days to you <laughs> 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 totally fair this is behind the pixel an open pixel podcast where we try to bridge the communication gap between those who buy creative content and those who make it now hey that's not bad that's better than i thought you were gonna do i'm <laughs> on it 24 7 you know i i live eat and breathe this podcast um (laughs) that's not true at all i have a very healthy boundary uh so today's episode is kind of similar to an episode we had previously where we kind of in a way riffed a little bit reacted to uh, a particular post that we saw and kind of tried to give some insight and some advice on the back end about different ways to approach that particular situation. Yeah, I think in the feed, I think we called it a an opinion episode. Yes. That's what I, I tagged it as. So yeah. every once in a while we'll do that. And um, there will still be some hacks and BYBs and things like that. But this is just a way to sort of fill in the times when we're busy and uh, don't have that much time to prep. I think. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sure. The, I guess that, that touches a little bit on the subject of today's Oh topic as well okay just in the idea of well we'll get into it let's let's just jump right in okay so you you ready do you have any other plugs or any other things you want to get to i got a haircut i was gonna leave it long but i got i got i cut it a little bit i just you know i was getting a little too elvisy and you know um well, you're looking real fly over there so great thank you (laughs) just in time for a (laughs) podcast recording Okay, for context, Will has not heard this yet. Maybe you've seen yes. the post, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah, I think we're going to hear potentially your reaction here, but I'll read it word for word for the sake of, I guess, anonymity. anonymity. I won't, anonymously, I won't uh, reveal the, the person's name who wrote this. Yeah, we're um, going gonna to keep these anon. Yeah. No one says that. That's what the kids say. I'm pretty sure that's what the Uh kids say. We're still so hip. Okay, here we go. I wonder why small agencies and freelancers post about how much money they make. Is this a credibility thing? Is it to inspire people? I guess the, quote, my year breakdown, unquote, angle of this sort of spins it as maybe educational. I was always taught to be low key about that stuff. Not to mention, I saw some big numbers that made me question my life. I'm genuinely curious about the motivation behind it. Do you have any insights? Please respond within 10 minutes. Uh, devil emoji. <laughs> so I Please think, yes, I, th- I think that was a huh? callback to the other post that was, please respond in 10 minutes. That's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God, that post made some really big rounds, huh? It really did. It really did. Um, 
Right. So the idea, the reason why I brought this particular yeah. topic up just for some context is that in our company currently, we were just going through reevaluating our values and what we want our company to stand for. And mm -hmm. one of the things that came up for us was transparency and transparent information. Mm. We kind of tied that a little more related to the information that is shared through our campaigns and through our messaging. Yeah, the work. The work. Yeah. The work itself. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, it can also apply to this idea of being more transparent as a community and as an industry in terms of sharing out financial information. So I kind of wanted to get your take on it. I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit different than how I feel about it. Mm. But yeah, any initial reactions or thoughts? My initial reaction was like, that's a great point. I actually had the same feeling when I've seen those posts. So for those of you who don't know, maybe aren't as active on maybe on LinkedIn. I don't know. I've only on seen LinkedIn. them on LinkedIn yeah. because, yeah, because I that's the platform I use mostly. Although I, <clears throat> I am getting an Instagram. Oh, there's don't the plug. Anyone. I knew it. <laughs> what do I think? I think? I think transparency is great. I am all for transparency. And I think it's your... I think it's your right to talk about your numbers if you really wanted to. I think one of the things inside of our industry as like artists or, you know, VFX is slightly different, but kind of in the same boat. It's the artist doing the work behind the scenes. And oftentimes the the people running the show, the, the people who are owners like us or, you know, big giant corporation executives <laughs> that have <laughs> boards and things like that, they, in my opinion, are are structured so that information doesn't spread. Right. And there's been a lot of other things that pop up legally. Like I think in New York, now it's illegal to ask about your prior pay or something like that there's like laws oh, around asking right. about you're, pay and if you're interviewing for a job yeah yeah exactly yeah during interviews yeah sorry yeah so uh, you know i think it's i think it's part of today's sharing generation of being like hey this is what i make and this is how this is how i made that and I right. think that there is some value to that as a, as a fellow freelancer, someone who's probably doing something very similar, you might feel like that's a really good insight into how they did it. You know, how, how do they make that much money? And mm -hmm. if they broke it down by like client type, I've seen that. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen some like, here's my lowest and here's my highest uh, paying job. You might not feel so alone in trying to figure out, did I make a lot of money? Did I not make a lot of money? Like, why was it so low this year or high this year or whatever? Like, I think that's a good thing. Like, I think sharing your numbers is fine, honestly. I, I think I'm coming to that conclusion. I can see why it would make you question your life choices because some artists make way more than other artists. And, and you know, we run a studio, we make probably more than a singular artist. So like, you know, there's there's different reasons for that. And we could break down those reasons. There's, you know, obviously artistic skill, but also the clients that you hold. There's also like your level of communication with the client, um, how well you communicate is a, is a really big factor. And I've, I've heard it in a lot of podcasts and a lot of places where like the mm -hmm. communication is actually primary, secondary to like the artistic work. So a lot of folks try to like artistic work is like, it's still super important, but like, 
it's not as important as being able to communicate clearly, understand the problem, figure out how your artwork is going to benefit their pipeline or their workflow and the end result of the piece, right? And this I'm just talking about animators, not necessarily designers yeah, or, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a different workflow or approach depending on what type of artistic work you do. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a good thing, honestly. I I, I do I do see why it, it might be harsh and jarring. And I think there was another thing in there in that post that said, like, I was taught to, like, keep this low key. Yes. And I think that yes. that is, yeah, that's like bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that, that it's gives been me vibes of like, yeah, that gives me vibes of like, don't talk about your feelings yeah. kind of, or don't, you know, don't bring up a certain thing that's going on in your life because it might be seen as bad or like whatever. Keeping stuff in is never good. And I think part of don't talk about money or keep money to yourself or anything like that. Now that said, do I feel like sharing my numbers? No, not necessarily because <laughs> ah, no one so is asking me about it. Yeah, mm. no one is asking me about it. And I also, I, you know, I, I just don't want to. Yeah, this is where the idea of, and this is where I knew you would you would take it. Because I know that like as a company, we have not shared our financial information. We have not. I think it would depend on the intention behind it. Some of the comments that I saw were... On the one hand, you're talking about the idea of like deconstructing that idea of everyone needs to keep their finances closed and not share anything out so that, you know, it's, we're more competitive or less good, whatever, whatever that reason might be, which I agree with the, the idea of deconstructing this and being able to openly share this is what we're making and why. But then there's also this idea of like, depending on, in a way, what your actual numbers are, it could be seen as a form of clout. Like you're trying to say, like, look how great we did this year, you know, and it really depends on how you're talking about it, how you're framing it, like what the intention or the goal is behind sharing. There's something to be acknowledged there that I support the idea of talking about like even open pixels finances. We might disagree on that side, but I believe in that idea of saying this is why it's important to share it as opposed to just saying, okay, everyone's doing a year-end review, here's my year-end review, which is, which is different, I think, than, than stating this is what somebody could learn from it. Yeah, I think that's what's missing for me from that kind of post. Like, there's no teaching there necessarily. There, there have been some that, that I mean, it's a, again, you, I think you hit the nail on the head is like what your intention and what your messaging is behind that type of post. I think, you know, it, if you frame it around the education, this is how I got here. I did this. I did this. Like, you should do the same thing or something similar that might be more helpful than just like, here are my numbers. Because I think here are my numbers kind of skews it towards, hey, look at me this is what I did. And like, maybe there's a, you could do it too, but that, that, yeah. That, yeah. You need the how, right? Like how, you that, need the how, how it's you the got how. there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing too, is that, um, I, I don't want to derail the idea that you're an artist because of money. Like there's a, mm. you know, there's a, a, a form of like, Hey, this is how much money I made. You should be making that same amount of dollars. And that's not necessarily true because the type of artwork or the type of topics or the type of uh, passions that you have aren't the same. They're not going to be the same. And your artistic skills aren't going to be the same. Yeah. So I think that there's, yeah, there's like a, a form of separation where like I don't want to just 
you know, mm-hmm. send people off and say, here's my, here's our numbers. If you're a small studio, you should be doing these numbers too. No, it's like we focus on X, Y, Z, and this is how we got here. And that's maybe something you could do if you tweak that formula a bit, you know? Right, right. Um, no, that's very true. Yeah, I think if we do talk about our numbers, I'd want to think about it from the perspective of why we're also choosing those numbers, not necessarily, and I don't even know if it's necessary to say, here's what we make. I think it's, for me, it's more important to maybe share, here's what we charge and here's why we charge it. And here's like, Mm. because I think that's a different model. If I came out and said, oh, I made, you know, a hundred thousand dollars this year, but my situation, like you were saying, is very different from yours, right? That's That's a different angle than saying, here's what we charge, here's why we charge it, and here's how you can think about charging either similar rates or different rates depending on your circumstances. Um, well, so then that, that changes the entire type of the post, right? I know. I think that's the, that's the other thing is like if you're, <laughs> you're going to do a year-end numbers review post, then, then you're expected to be like, here's my numbers, and then like that, that, that's it. That's the post. That's why we didn't really do one because that's not necessarily what's helpful. I think, you know, being helpful online is kind of the I thing guess that it depends. Been yeah. To do. That's in the that's in the you eye of so? the post, right? Cuz like mm. does it in the eye of the post. It's in the eye of the post. <laughs> <laughs> eye of the post beholder, whatever whatever you call it. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think cuz there are people out there who have definitely done really detailed breakdowns and have continued to also provide resources to creatives and freelancers about the how. Um, maybe, mm. you know, cause you, you can't do it all in one post. That's, that's the thing about it too. Yeah. You do have a limit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you might have a numbers in review post, but then also continue to post. Here's how we got there. Here's yeah. what our goals are for next quarter. Like that I think is not a bad thing at all. I think that's a great yeah. thing to do. Um, and then one, yeah, the other thing I want to tie this back to like clients and, and communication folks, right? Like, so nonprofits. If you're a nonprofit listening, your numbers are disclosed automatically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're yeah, publicly available. Yeah, you're publicly available. You you can go and see how much money someone spent, an organization spent on marketing or communications. You could go and see how much money they made total, how many dollars in the bank. Like that's, it's already there. A lot of people don't look, one, because they don't know where to look, but two, because, you know, who's really paying attention when they have their own problems kind of thing. Mm. So like that's one version of it. The other version is publicly held companies right, right. have disclosures of similar things. If you listen to like Yahoo Finance, every so often they're like, they, you know, uh, Tesla had X amount of dollars last quarter, you know, whatever, whatever. In the earnings meeting, they talked about blah, 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 blah. So all of that, the the numbers are disclosed. It's just you might not be in those circles listening to those dollar amounts. And so as an artist, I guess if you're listening to this, you're you're saying, okay, well, maybe you didn't know that. (laughs) I don't know. Um, That might be something to think about. As a private company, those are the only ones that I think don't have disclosures. One of the things that clients do that that is also on the side of, you know, transparency or not transparency is coming up with budget, Mm -hmm. which are set somewhere. I know they are because I know (laughs) how it works, right? If you're a marketer, you've set the budget for the year, probably in January or Q1 or or Q4 of last year. And you know how much money you have. And then you say, well, we have a project. Here's the thing. And uh, 
Tell me what it costs. What's your budget? I I don't know yet. Just tell me what it is. You see what I mean? Like there's a level of like dishonesty there that that happens. And that's what that like, I guess is okay because you're trying to get the best. Like you're incentivized as an organization to get the best deal possible. Yeah. But you can say that that happens with companies and freelancers too, right? Because they're. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. If you come at a freelancer and you're like, hey, what's your rate versus like, I think a lot of times when we come at it, we usually say like here's what our project budget is and like mm-hmm. here's what we can work within and then also saying like we want to hire you for the rate that you have and if they ever ask why i usually break it down really deeply yeah i, f- I feel like there's that level of transparency that has to happen within the organizations too you're right within the client you know vendor relationship and within the studio freelancer relationship for sure yeah and I, <laughs> if a client comes to you and says like I have this project. What's the budget? I don't know. Tell me what it will cost. Mm -hmm. And to me, I kind of want to say, well, I don't know what it will cost. (laughs) Tell me what your budget is. Like there's a level of pushback (laughs) that you can do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What's your budget? And then this is, this is where I think that value-based pricing comes in. Well, what's your goal and Mm -hmm. how are you trying to get there? Mm -hmm. Let's help you get there. And you pay me 10% of getting there. And you know, what's that cost to you? What is it worth to you to do this thing? And I think that that's a, it's, it's a, it's a much better model. I'm not saying we practice it here, but having that conversation is very important. And just taking the leap to say like, Hey, again, for marketers, communication people, nonprofits, people who are in the buying position here, expect that to come mm. at some point from more people, because that's the whole idea. Like the only reason you're hiring me is because you have a different goal. You have a, a much more broader here's what I'm trying to do to these this audience, or here's what I'm trying to say, or here's what I'm trying to accomplish. Let's right. help you get there, right? Let's help you get to that place rather than saying, mm-hmm. oh, what are the dollars and cents that are going to get us to this place? Yeah, so. I'm, I'm totally with you on the value-based pricing side. And right, for, the, for our transparency's sake, we, uh, we use a day rate currently, which is a little bit different. We use than- a day rate on a sliding yeah. scale, depending on the type of project, the style type. Mm-hmm which I think we've talked about so many times and yet <laughs> no one really gets it. Style type changes. It's really for us a four quadrant style type thing. Um, and I, I could reveal <laughs> That's an a episode little. for another day. Yeah. You don't want to talk about it? Okay. Yeah, oh, we should. No, we should. I absolutely That's a tease. That's a tease. That's, that's a, te- a tease, that's tease for a future yeah, conversation. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's an interesting topic. I mean, I think, I don't, I don't think I would actually ever disclose my numbers, honestly, because every year is different. Every year is like it's super high or super low, and like it's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. It truly is um, financially um, when you own a business. So I also want to acknowledge there that that might also depend on your financial structure, right? In our case, I'm I'm happy to share that like we basically bootstrap everything, so mm-hmm. um, we don't have investors, we don't have loans, we don't have debt, um, which is a wonderful thing. We have so, we have a tiny bit of debt because we have a credit card, but that's true. Yeah, but that's but that's like our personal choice in terms of how we manage our finances. And so I think it's probably where I feel the need to share transparency is on that front to tell people like these are the different types of financial models you can get into. Here are the pros and cons of it. And you know, as owners, I think it's also I think it's also important to like this dynamic right here of like I would personally be comfortable sharing our numbers and Will's not as comfortable. Like it's 
my responsibility as an owner and a leader and somebody who respects Will to also be mindful of his boundaries here. And so like, if you don't see a, if you don't see a post about us sharing our numbers, you can just blame Will. That's really, <laughs> oh wow. I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. <laughs> Firing the shots. No, no. I'm, um, I think it's more. No, that's fine. Blame you me. Know no, it, absolutely. I'll, I will take <laughs> no, that. No, but it, there um, is something to that, that I don't think we talk about a lot in terms of like owners having, and this is, I think we should get into this more, but just the idea that like as owners, you might have differing opinions and how you go about making decisions is going to be reliant on where you both trust each other, where you both like are comfortable, where you're both like, this is a boundary and I'm not going to cross it. Like, you know what I mean? There's just, there's something to that too. I think there's a different dynamic from sharing your numbers when you're an individual versus you're like in a multi-person company. Um, in terms of founding and like investor structure and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's a good point. As a, as an individual, you could just share whatever you want. One thing that j- just reminded me when you're talking is the one of the bigger reasons I think that I don't want to share my numbers or our numbers is because of the post that you just brought up. Like the fact mm-hmm. that you, like this person's like, it made me question everything about my life. I don't want to <laughs> cause that you know, that emotional pain to someone online. I don't want, I like, I don't want to be the source of like, you know, jealousy or sadness or whatever for mm-hmm. this other person on the other end. Like, that's just not what I want to do. So, you know, I, I could see how a post like that could lead there very easily, very quickly mm-hmm. to be like, oh my God, I've been doing animation for, you know, 20 years. And this person who just started is making 10 times more than I've ever made in my life. Like that's, that's huge. Like, you know, right. I, I don't know. It's, I, yeah, I just don't social media is a very easy place to kind of um, start feeling that self-doubt and that insecurity about what yeah. you're doing. So I totally get where you're coming from. I think that I will say to those who who do post and are transparent about their numbers, I say more power to you if you like, yeah. you know, if you're educating along the way and you're teaching people how to do it, like, awesome. I think we're happy to support on that front. And so I think you know, sure, maybe I'm speaking on behalf of both of us, but I feel like I'd want to join in on that conversation of at least the education aspect of it. Of the how. Of, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. the how, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's where I can stretch to you and compromise on, <laughs> on <laughs> yeah, not one sharing of the, numbers. Yeah, the, the the other thing that's in my head too is that like, you know, our industry, again, artists working behind the scenes, making it happen. There have been several times in history where, in history, in our recent history, mm-hmm. that that we're all sharing our numbers on like a Google sheet, yeah, the <laughs> or like a Google Drive oh, yeah. doc. Yeah, there's so many that I've been. I have a whole Airtable of like people's salaries and like anonymously, but you know mm-hmm. how much people make at Nickelodeon or how much people make at you know all these other big large studios. You know, there's a big spreadsheet out there that like yeah. And the numbers are wildly them, yeah. different. Wildly, wildly different. Yeah, entirely different. And so creating that transparency will also lead to maybe more conversations like this, more conversations yeah. about, you know, what are people making and why why is it so different? You know, how come females are making less? Mm-hmm. Why are minorities making less? Why are, you know, how come one person who's been in the industry is making way more than this person? Like there are different answers to that some of them are are great and acceptable and some of them are not acceptable at all yeah why is there a job application for an ai role that's a million dollars a year (laughs) million dollar ai role 
Yeah, I wanted <laughs> to apply to that, but uh, that just uh, it's not going to work out for me. I'm all set. Yeah, I think I. Oh God, I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think we could ever work together if you did that. <laughs> you don't want me to just type away my creative thoughts? Oh, boy, that's a that's a topic for another day. <laughs> Let me just type in my creative thoughts. Eventually, Elon Musk will create the Neuralink, and I'll just be able to think my creative thoughts, and then and then it'll happen. Total quick side tangent. We had a bad idea once that was Elon's Musk, and it was a perfume cologne. That smelt like Elon Musk. <laughs> Ew. So <laughs> that's, that's why it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's well, funny. thank you so much for listening. Uh, this was yeah. a fun conversation. I think, um, yeah, if you have any comments. I would be curious to hear what your take is on on mm. this transparency side of sharing numbers and like what it's done for you, whether positively or negatively. And I do feel strongly about this idea of deconstructing this this like secrecy behind everything you know just for some transparency here as well like as as owners i think we're trying to if we're defining transparency as a value in our company now we need to define tangibly what that means for us and so when this conversation came up yeah how how are we how are we, how are we living that value yes exactly yeah. and so there might be there might still be boundaries there there might still be like conversations that we have yet to tap into i think this was one of them so i'm mm. i'm glad we we touched on it and i hope maybe that the listeners got a little bit of insight and maybe some transparency into like how we talk about these things and how we operate a little bit more we're, we're defining transparency we'll, see. <laughs> we'll let you know where we get where what the conclusion of that is throughout the year mm -hmm. um but yeah i hope you found this interesting and feel free to leave your reactions to our reactions to their reactions uh give, take a, in, give, give us your takes yeah give us, give takes us the, the bo burnham level reaction to your bo reaction <laughs> if you haven't seen it you should watch oh, his reaction inside. video it's great so good. Um, I so <laughs> this is a side thing we can cut it I listen to Bo Burnham when I work out <laughs> yeah yeah great way to work out yeah that's, that's a choice that is a choice I, <laughs> I love I love his work um oh but, yeah so good but yeah that's that's a choice at the gym <laughs> okay so stay tuned for all the excitement of of what we have teasing um but yeah thank you for listening and we will see you next time see ya. this episode was brought to you by e-media our producer is jackson foot our music was created by hidden and licensed through premiumbeat.com and until next time stay honest stay creative stay open open pixel studios we will see you in the next episode